Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Have you ever met anyone famous? I've got one of Ruth's hampers there, by the way, to give away. I want you to text 087-188-0008. The most famous person I've ever met is blank. And fill in the blank. Now, I don't mean just you, you got a selfie with them just once or something. You know, you just met somebody by chance, a celebrity. Or said hello to them or had a little tiny chat with them. Somebody says, uh, most famous person I ever met was Angela Lansbury. Oh, murder, she wrote. Uh, Tippi Hendren and uh, Maureen O'Hare. I'm assuming you mean O'Hara. Yeah, O'Hara. That meant to be an A at the end. Okay. Um, <coughs> pardon me. The most famous person I ever met was Mick Lally from Glen Row. Are you serious? Yeah, the, that's a long time ago, probably. Uh, Patrick Bergen at John B. Keane's funeral in Listole. I, yeah, sorry, he didn't meet John B. Keane himself. Um, yeah, well, maybe, but well, you yeah, probably could have. Sean Penn was in my taxi. Uh, says somebody, yeah, interesting. Uh, let me go to, is it Ellis? Ellis, Eilish, Eilish. Yes, hi, Niall, how are you? Good. <clears throat> I'm going to have to go to Ruth and talk to her about the word Eilish. It's Eilish. 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 Yes, everyone calls me here in Waterford, even though I'm from Kerry, they call me Eilish. Right. But it's Eilish. And how do you spell Eilish? E-I-L-I-S-H. Yeah, H. I'm wondering where the H was. That's all. Yeah, Ellis was on my screen. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Ellis sorry, Ruth. I'm not trying to have a go with you. I'm just joking. Uh, anyway, sorry, getting back, Eilish. Um, so who did you meet? Uh, Patrick Bergen. Okay. In... Um, the Sheebeen and Listol, John became. Oh, oh, that, oh, was you, you? You met him at the pub. Oh, right, okay. Yes, yes, yes. It was packed, you know, it's by a can't remember years, it's in the early 2000s. Right. And, um, oh my God, I was staring at him. He had a fabulous black leather hat on. But he was, uh, what is it? He was hanging out with uh, John B's um, aunt. Yeah. And she was buying drinks for him all night. He, I love uh, that movie. What was it? Was it Sleeping with the Enemy? The one he was in with Julie Roberts. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he now he's not a young man anymore. He'd be in his seventies now, wouldn't he? He should. Well, maybe not seventy. Oh, I think he'd be. We just. Oh, she's gone. Are you gone? Oh, we lost her there for a second. We'll try and get her back. Okay, I'm reading up here. Okay, yeah, so Patrick, somebody else mentions, by the way, are Emmett Bergen and Patrick Bergen brothers. Um, Bergen, the brother of the one-time Glen Rowe heartthrob, Emmett Bergen. Yes, he is. They are brothers. And currently playing the role of silver-tongued villain Aidan Maguire in the last minute BBC soap star EastEnders. Yeah, they are brothers. I didn't know they are brothers. Patrick Bergen, of course, yeah, he was famous for that movie Sleeping with the Enemy. But he, no, he's been in a lot of other bloody movies as well. I, I just happened to mention that one. Sleeping with the Enemy. Have we got it back there? Well, she's got to put it back on again. All right. Um, some of the other people that, that they've said they've met. Yes, sorry, I literally lost you. How much did you get of that? No, no, we were doing well there. Yeah, you, you said you met him at a funeral. Yeah, did you? And I, and I said he was 70. And I also mentioned while you were gone off the air there, because somebody had texted in, are Emmett Bergen and Patrick Bergen. Emmett is in EastEnders. Are they brothers? And they are actually brothers. He's not in EastEnders. He was in Glen No, he's, he's in EastEnders now. Is he? I don't watch. Yeah, he's the, he's the, uh, seemingly. I've never watched EastEnders, but he, he's Aidan Maguire, the villain in EastEnders. Oh, I never watched the soaps. I hate every one of them. Um, but, uh, Coronation um, Street's not too bad. 
Uh, <laughs> no, no, we're bored to sport and uh, documentaries here in the south. All right, okay. Uh, so, yeah, so, what, so what? So what? So did you, you did you pluck up the courage to go over to him and say hello? I did. Right, okay. And what did he say to you? you said, I told him I love your leather hat because I have leather hats, and I said, <laughs> and he was very courteous, a little bit under the weather. You yeah. know, it was late in the well, day. It, well, it was a funeral, in fairness. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the pub was packed. And sure, I, like, I know, um, what's his name? Is it David? Uh, David Keane? Yeah, his son writes a lot as well. You know, and we were on about, you were saying about Sleep with the Enemy. Yeah, in yeah. The house. Yeah. Chris and I, we, every time we watch that film, I love it. Um, we say, whenever we win the lottery or whatever, We'll build a house like that overlooking Dingle Bay in right. Kerry, or else you all here here beside us. Um, but and the other one was yeah, Sleep with Anyway. What was the other one that he was? He in? was in. Okay, I'm looking here now. He was in Robin Hood. He was in uh, Love Crimes. He was in Patriot Games with what's this man's name? Oh, that's excellent! Oh my God, that's brilliant! Yeah, yeah. Harrison Ford. Harrison yeah, Ford. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he was in The Wee Man. Whatever The Wee Man is, he was in um, Highway to Hell, uh, Eye of the Beholder, Lord Man Two. Uh, the Lost World, or anything else I recognise here. He's been in a load of movies, by the way. Gladiators. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. see. I'm looking to see if there's anything else that we'd know. The Ripper. He well, I the... suppose the big one is Sleep With The Enemy. That you would know? be his and, most uh, famous one, yeah. Yeah, no, a bit of a chat with him. Do you know, obviously, the the, the, the she-bean was packed. Right. And uh, it was just lovely, you know, to see him. But his leather hat, I'll never forget. Did you get a selfie? No. There was no selfies in those days. Did you get an autograph? I did not. I wouldn't even dream of doing that. People don't ask for autographs anymore, really, should they don't? That's not a not thing at anymore. Not all. Sure, we're all famous in our own way. And we are, yeah. Will you send me your autograph? My autograph? I'm <laughs> 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 always talking to you, God's sake. Um, <laughs> Thank uh, you. What, well, what I, you ta- oh, oh, oh just there on, okay, the last conversation with that girl, with the, that man. Oh, yeah, yeah. She needs to get rid of him ASAP. ASAP. Yeah, gone. Out. Because Out he will turn into an no abuser. Case. Yeah, oh, he, he probably will. You're probably right. He's just yeah. waiting for his opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Eilish. Thank you, Pete. You're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Pete? I'm not too bad, no, Niall. How are you keeping? Good. Who did you meet that's famous? Derek Burke from Christensen. Myself and Derek go back a long way, you know. Oh, right, okay. So, no, I'm just, what, okay, what, what's his name again? Derek Burke. Derek Burke. I'm putting that in here. From, from, from Christensen. Yeah, I know, I know what he looks like. He's a, sl- a slight-looking fella. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fit as a fiddle, as they say. Yeah, I see, I see him there. He, I, I know, he swings his leg around like a madman. <laughs> now, he's so, he, the band, right, the Christmas Swing, yeah. is that his mother and his sister? Yeah, that's his mum and his uh, sister. Right, Mary, okay. And, Mary and, and, and uh, Dovla. They did very well because they ended up in America on the Ellen Show at one stage. Oh, they did. Yeah, they, they, they're they doing brilliant altogether. And Derek's still gigging there nearly he's ne- nearly every night of the week. I don't know, just, right, just after the COVID. And where are they gigging now? All over Cork, mostly. And did they get, I mean, did they get anything out of the Ellen Show? Did they get any gigs in America? I don't. Uh, did, he did actually. He was. He was. Yeah, I can't remember now off the top of my head, but he did go travelling there for a while right after the Ellen show. Yeah, because I mean but, that uh, that would have got him a bit of you know international recognition, I suppose. It's an unusual act for a young family because oh, they're, that, they're they're very musical. Yeah, very but, musical, but what I'm saying very, is this, they're that very their style, you know, the style is very old school, isn't it? 
It is. It, w- it would be, yeah. But yeah, like the Huckle Buck and all that kind of stuff. It's very show bandy. Yeah, or it is. He loves the show bands, but he does a lot of new stuff in it. But yeah. And he'd be singing there with another fella called Colm O'Donovan. They kind of do a two-piece. And with another fella called Conor O'Sullivan there, they do, they, they, they'd be tipping away with all together all the time. Like Yeah, I'd say they're out the door doing weddings and stuff like that probably as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do a few weddings there as well. And he, he was in the band there not long ago as well. There was five minutes called uh, Flake the Gander. You probably you probably never heard them up. No, and and no, and does he do anything? Does he do another style of music with the other band, or is it the same style? Uh, All the same. Yeah, they do a bit of country and they do a bit of traditional Irish music as well. Yeah, that wouldn't be my kind of passion, but still, people like it. I know people like it, and and it is popular. Obviously, otherwise they wouldn't be doing so well if it wasn't popular. Yeah, no, no, they're they're doing very good. And as I said, they're after the since the COVID hit, they're they're mad back at it and the scene now again. Yeah, they, they, well, it's great to see. Look, it's great to see live. You know, what's on live? It's yeah, great yeah, to see yeah. it all back again. You know, because they yeah. would base themselves very much on like Brendan Boyer and all that kind of old school stuff. Yeah, yeah, but a lot of the gigs he's doing now would be all would be fierce young crowd of it. Would it? And and yeah. well, I suppose the yeah, young, yeah, some more, of the young people like that kind of stuff. Yeah, they were bad, but they, it's not the whole point of that he'd be doing now with the two pieces. It's more kind of uh, uh, traditional Irish Irish music now and uh, right. Like that, you know? Oh, okay. All right, well done, Pete. Thanks for that. Let me go to John as well. John, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How you doing, John? How are you doing, bro? Good, John. Who did you meet? Uh, I've met all of you two a few times. Yeah. Uh, they used to be down at Harry Crosby's place down around the Liffey there. That's right. Yeah, when they recorded the albums down there, yeah. Yeah, I remember one evening, uh, Friday, just before they opened our nightclub, the kitchen. Yeah. I think they were opening it on the Valentine's Day. And uh, the Friday before that, I was outside the job waiting on work to come in and one hour walk out. I was a big fan of that. I didn't chat to anyone. Yeah. That was gone. Two of us sat there with our legs hanging over the bloody uh, that square of water beside the Grand Canal dock or whatever it is. Yeah. Having a chat. And then the edge came out and he says, hey, get the other couple out here. Now, I didn't see Larry at that stage. I didn't get to see Larry that evening at all. But, uh, yeah, I used to do uh, Korean back then. Yeah. We used, used to do all the work for principal management and that. Uh, was that and, uh, the Joshua 3? They were recording the Joshua 3 at the time. I was working in another... Uh, ra- yeah, I was working in another radio station. I won't say which one, but it was on Grand Canal Quay. And right. the window of the radio station used to look out onto where you were talking, exactly where you were talking about there. And they used to open the doors. There was big back doors to the studio. And it was a nice warm summer, so they used to open the doors, and we heard them recording the whole album. You could hear them recording. Well, I remember having to bring out the paperwork. It turned out to be the paperwork for their stage layout at Red Rocks in the States. Right. I had to bring it out the Bono's house. And Did he invite you in for a cup of tea? <laughs> well, they actually, the house it was pretty didn't look what you'd expect from No, it's a bit unassuming it is, yeah, yeah. It, it, yeah, it looks like kind of an, an old Victorian or something like that, you know, but I'm sure it is. I only got in as far as the hall, just inside the park, <laughs> that was it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but I had to bring, there was, they had a party one night, and the following morning I got a call to go to the restaurant where the party was, and Larry was left, you know, long back from the years away. He'd left that behind, and 
they gave me that to bring out to the house out of the And then, now I'm on a motorbike, don't forget. And then they handed me a big cheesecake and said, give them that as well from us. Like, We've got to get that big motorbike. <laughs> yeah, I was like, look, don't worry about it, it'll be fine. So I had to bring her out there and like that, sure enough, I met it. I met him, and I think it was Gareth now, and I was missing, but she was nice looking anyway. Yeah. That was their place. But, uh, yeah, he, well, he, well, I mean, most people in Malahide, he drinks up in um, Malahide there, what's it called, a Gibney's in Malahide. Oh, right. Yeah, he's always up there. His bike is always outside. He drives a Harley. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. Anybody else you meet? Anyone else famous apart from you too? Uh, Alabama Tree. Is it Alabama Tree? Or the Alabama Tree. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard of them, yeah. Alabama Tree, yeah. I had them one night going out as well. I had Three or four of them. I think it was about nine or ten. Yeah. Tuned in in the group. They were going out to the hotel out in Colmore Road one night. All right, okay. And, uh, I, I knew the soundtrack to the Sopranos, all right, but I didn't know who hang hanging around like that. Yeah. Going, oh, well, they'd be quite famous in America, all right, Jay. It would be quite famous yeah. in America. I, I tell you, taxi drivers, I, I'm assuming this is when you were, your life as a taxi driver, they get to meet all the important people. <laughs> yeah. At some point, you so get to carry them all. Listen, thanks, thanks for that, John. Let me go to Jake. So I have to get two people here. Jake, you're in Ireland's classic kids. How are you doing, Jake? I know. How are you doing? Good. Not surprising that a lot of people have probably met you two in Ireland because they do make themselves available, in fairness. You know they what I mean? certainly do. I've never had the pleasure myself. Yeah, I met Bono in the Jackson Lilies. I've seen his willy. Well, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> he stood in the urinal beside me. He's quite a small fella, in fairness. He's not okay. tall. He's, he's actually quite small, Bono. Right. Yeah, actually, do you know what? I was, we were in Lily's one night and I was with a producer of another radio show that I was with. And okay. Bono was sitting beside us and I said to the producer of the show, I was kind of, I was, I'll be honest, I was a little bit starstruck, you know, because Bono was sitting beside me, you know. And the, okay. produ- and the producer reached across and he, and he was doing this thing pretending to close my mouth, right? And I was going, but it's Bono. And he goes, I know. And then we started, <laughs> we had this conversation about, at the time, this would have been when George Bush was the president of America, right? Just after right. 9-11. And we had this argument about who is the most famous person in the world at that time? Was it Bono okay. or George Bush? And I said, like, if you went around the world with two photographs to the far reaches of the world and showed people the two photographs of George Bush and Bono, who would they recognise first? Who do you think was the most important person? Who do you reckon? Or the most, the most recognisable person in the world? Would it be Bono or George Bush? Right. So, George Bush. Do you reckon George Bush? Yeah. Yeah. I would have said Bono. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I just, I said Bono probably. Right. (laughs) Who did did you meet, Jake? Um, I met a few people. My Jack story to tell you is uh, I was working in a hotel in Manchester and Alex Higgins was was there one night. The hurricane. And he goes walking into the Jacks and he comes out with a broken nose, a bloody broken nose. Somebody followed him in there and gave him a right clout while he was in there. I remember the story. It was all over the news at the time. That's right, yeah. I was working there that night. It was a Holiday Inn in Manchester. And he, um, were, he was playing in a, a competition at the time because I remember then he was on TV with the plaster on his nose. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yep. so, Alex, uh, Alex Hurricane Higgins, what an amazing snooker player. Unfortunately, did like to drink too much. Um, yeah. But an amazing player. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And actually quite a nice fella. I mean, the media portrays him as being a bit of a uh, comic grudgeon. Um, but yeah, yeah, quite a nice fella. Uh, and he, 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 di- get... he died quite young, actually, didn't he? But uh, unfortunately, unfortunately, I also had the pleasure of working in, in the same hotel of um, 
meeting um, meeting George Best a good few times there as well. Okay. Um, back in his day, that he was um, uh, uh, he was with Alex. Um, Not surprisingly, so, by the way. Not surprisingly. Yeah, yeah. Unfor- yeah unfortunately, yeah. They were, the two of them, they would be very much alike in the sense yeah. that they were amazing sportsmen. Uh, yeah. George Best, obviously, for his football and Alex Higgins for his snooker. But the two of them equally had exactly the same problem. They drank, yeah. They just drank too much and drank themselves to death. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that boxer, Prince, Prince Nassim Hamid? I do, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I um, I I can honestly say for the rest of my life, I've taken one in a fight and won. <laughs> um, and what I mean by that is, uh, he came in one night with his entourage in the same hotel, and um, he wasn't a resident, and none of the people that were with him were residents. And my supervisor, who was on shift, she was all in a panic, saying, "What do we do? What do we do?" Um, because we couldn't serve them because of licensing laws, you know. Yeah. Um. So I said, "Look, I'll go down. I'll uh, I'll basically um." I'll go and have a word with them. So I went down there and they were, were rocking up to the to the residence bar. Um, and I had to say, lads, um, sorry. Can't serve <laughs> you. Un- un- unless you're staying in a hotel, I can't serve you. And were, he, he was there with about 15 people and, you know, all blinged up to the max and all the fine jewellery and all that. And um, he kind of says, what? It's me, you know, like, like it was almost, you know, kind of like, a, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I had to say, terribly sorry, pal, you're going to have to turn around and go away because we can't serve you. Well, but here's <laughs> money, he could have just turned around to you and said, well, just book them all in, so. <laughs> he could have done that, he could have done that, he certainly had the money to do it, but. Um, he was the one who used to do the somersaults off the ropes all the time. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, nice fella, you know, I mean, he just sort of said, fair enough, pal. Turned around and they all got into the limos and off they went somewhere else. Right, into okay. the Yeah. But yeah, look, it yeah, was yeah. Great, great to meet Alex Higgins and George Best, two legends, two legends. And Absolutely. Wonderful Jake, Absolutely. thanks for that, Jake. Uh, let me go to Neil. Neil, you're an Hi. Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Neil? Hey, Neil. You're right. Long time listener, first time caller. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> great, Neil. Nice to talk to you. Great, yeah. So uh, who I did jumped, you meet? I jumped, I, I jumped Penn in the car. Sean Penn? Yeah, I got him from outside uh, George Street, um, outside of Dunstan. Myself and his two kids got in the car about two, three years ago. And was he, what was he over here for? Was he making a movie or was he... He said he was doing a movie, yeah, down the country somewhere. I think I was so starstruck that I, was, I didn't know what was sort of saying to him, you know. So, yeah, and the man has never changed. No, he's never changed, no. He's, he was a nice fella. Um, I got on well with him, but I asked for a photograph, and maybe I shouldn't have, but he wouldn't do it for me. So I said, that's no problem whatsoever, you know. So, But, yeah, he was okay. And why, wouldn't he, why wouldn't he do the photograph, do you think? Sorry? Why wouldn't he do a photograph? He said he didn't do that. He said, I don't do that. I said, well, I do. <laughs> uh-huh, that, yeah, you'd imagine he would just do a photograph. It was just you and him. Like, if there was a crowd of people, I can understand if he's on a red carpet, he can't do a photograph for everybody. I get that. But you'd, yeah. you'd wonder why he wouldn't just do a photograph with somebody he's in a car with, like. I know, and I, and I, the words he, the words he said was, "Look, I, I don't do it." I said, "Well, that's no problem." So I just started talking away, and just then I, I dropped him off at the Shelburne Hotel. Then I dropped his kids off at the, uh, the um, hospital, the, uh, the modern museum down there, Kilmainham, and that was that, you know. But yeah. I also he's, had Tina he's sixty. He's sixty-one years of age. I'm looking here now. I, I didn't realize he was that old. He's, he is sixty-one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was I, genuine. Was, he, he was okay. Now, not a bother with him, you know. But I also had Tina Kelleher, you know, over at the snapper. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, she was nice. She was lovely, yeah. She was grand, you know. She was she was a lovely girl to talk to. Yeah, so you taxi... So I'm assuming you're a taxi driver, sorry, Neil. Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, you, I do text in every morning. I do a voice message in every morning. I've, I've heard your voice a few times. So yeah. I, I assume as taxi drivers, all taxi yeah. drivers get to meet people. You get to meet famous people all the time. Ah, yeah. It's, you get the good and the bad with it. It's grand oil. I normally start at nine in the morning, finish about eight, nine at night and just head home then. What's, what's the best fare you've ever got? 
Oh, we've got Belfast. Um, I've got Galway. Yeah, just random, like somebody gets in, take me to Galway. Yeah, something like that. Um, you may get it off the radio or something like that, you know, but like, <laughs> there's two things. You need to ask the money up front. I just wait to get there and take the chance. How much, no, is, Bel- how much is Belfast worth? I, I got I don't I got I got two fifty for the Belfast. That's one, all so right, they, isn't it? They, yeah, yeah, it was great. Well, I mean, yeah. look, it's four hours work. You know, in fairness, you know what I mean. You've, well, you've... it's four hours. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. It gives a break from the city, like you know. Yeah. So I walked through the pandemic as well, and I was quiet, but like you know, I wanted to keep that routine going, like going to work, coming yeah. home, going to work. It was it was important to keep that routine up. And the in, family, in the you know? in the height of the lockdown, there going back to last year, and well, not not just last year, of course. You know, January, February, and March this year as well. I mean, yeah. uh, would you have been eighty percent down? Oh God, yeah. Oh God, yeah. You, you would, yeah. But look, now the way I was, looked, the way I was seen was if I was going and getting food, getting electricity, getting heating. That's all I wanted to do till this good was man. up. You're good man. Fair play. That's to all you. I want. That's that was important. Like the kids, and I just had to keep that going. That was all, you know. Yeah, and and, and I'm assuming then Mo, you could claim the pup and earn a certain amount as well, couldn't you? You were allowed to do that, I think. Weren't you, you were allowed to do that. You you were allowed to do that, but you kept me going as well during the day and during the night. Ah, thanks very much, Neil. I appreciate it. <laughs> I know, I know, podcast. Well, I told you, I do like the taxi drivers. The taxi drivers like me, apart from one. <laughs> yeah, but also, Eamon Dunphy I used to get in the car a lot when I used to walk the city centre he's brilliant he's Eamon Dunphy alright there you go there you go there you go there. yeah you used to call me his pal how are you pal how's it going how's it going man Neil so, lovely talking to you keep nice up the good work alright cheers thanks very much see you bye bye see you bye 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 Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.